Oh. All right. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. Hopefully, this is recording properly. Uh, I am SoloBase15 here with my good friend Zareth. Zareth, how's how's it going tonight? Um, I'm I'm struggling with recording progressing progressing with recording <laughs> but otherwise we're pretty good um I, yeah it, this is a weird week because there's there there's a lot going on uh, well a lot promised to be go- happening it, this is the this is the deep breath before the plunge is what right now is it it is it is there's um god there's so much coming <laughs> and if you mix it with the beginning of the summer, there's so much that's already come. And we're just kind of in this this in-between period right now. Um Yeah. And meat meat is on vacation, so the the chickens are ruling the coop. Um but we're getting an update this week. No matter what, I can guarantee you we at least get a small update this week. Yeah, we, we who's excited for more galactic challenges? <laughs> yeah, and well, I mean, we have the galactic challenges. We have conquest needs to get added. Everybody better be excited for conquest. I mean, how how are you not? Um, right. So something's coming this week. It's just just a question of do do you think we get Drogon this week? All right, so I, I feel like we have two options here. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, talking to Sarah, who's been tracking it, and obviously CG does different things year to year, so we can't just say this is for sure what they're doing. It's, you can't use it as predictive, but we can use it as as a touchstone of, uh, if, if you look at the Jabba release and the spacing of the different characters being released, CG could, if they wanted to match what they've done with Jabba, they could release Drogon next week instead. So I, I, I see yeah. it as we could have Drogon this week, which is what I prefer, or maybe they give us the Lobot rework this week. I, it could be. I kind of think Lobot rework is coming at the same time as Drogon. Um, it could, could be, yeah. Yeah. I, I'll be honest with you, um, I kind of hope Lobot's rework is freaking amazing because I accidentally brought him to R5 instead of R3. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, because I thought the requirements were in the game. So I was like, hit the yeah. button to upgrade. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get the little, you know, notification from the quest when you hit the right level. And then I got to three and it didn't pop up. And then I was like, oh, shit, is it five? And of course, I was too lazy <laughs> to look. So right. I clicked the button again, and then I clicked the button again, I got to five, and the thing didn't pop up. And then I realized the announcement was in the Princess Leia post and wasn't actually added to oh. the game yet. Yeah, so here's hoping Lobot is a key figure to Leia's team. <laughs> the very definition of unnecessary was <laughs> what those relics were. Though, I hope he's good. I mean, I'm always up for having a cool team. I don't know what he could do. I think... I think that the droid faction is in a state of disarray kind of right now. It's kind of a mess because I thought Sorty was going to sort everything out and she kind of didn't. In fact, there, there's just too many counters to her. In, yeah. in threes, I just stack her with Grievous and Droidica because with their powers combined, they make one 
somewhat okay team. They and... may be a weak bad batch. <laughs> right. I th- I think I think I misplayed it one time with bad batch and lost hunter and then still won comfortably. Oh yeah, I despite, I can't... despite my mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I I can tell you I set the same team and I my mind got a hold against bad batch. Um so hooray. I also very very nearly lost to an R9 General Grievous with my bad batch against the same team. Oh. But I didn't. I still I still ended up winning. So there's that. Um it, it's a, it, honestly it's not a terrible team. People either some sometimes people are finding some cheaper way solutions to it, but usually they have to overkill it a little bit if they want it to be really comfortable. It's not like it's a transcendent team on defense, but it's a nice way to use characters that are otherwise unusable in threes, in my opinion. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. And as we've said many times before, there's only one bad batch. So right. if you use them on another team, you can't use them on that team. Granted, if you use bad patch on another team, you probably have a good team left for sortie, but that's, you know, we'll ignore that portion of it. That sounds uh, that sounds convenient and acceptable. <laughs> well, it's like the other uh the other day in one of my fights, I was like, oh man, I get to use in the front zone, I was like, I get to use troopers and I used Wampa and I used Aiden. And then I was like, oh, I didn't use Reva though. <laughs> She's like she just sat there because I used so many, you know, B teams or bad teams on uh teams in the front. That I was like, oh, I, I actually have a leftover team here. I just didn't just hmm. didn't use Aiden because I got to use Wampa Troopers and Aiden. And I was like, wow, okay. All right. Well, I guess I guess that happened. Yeah, it's one of those weird things where you realize uh, sometimes you might even realize before the fact and, and you're you, you have to think, well, all right, I'm not trying to flex here, but I, I in fact think I'll get worse banners using Reva yeah. here. So yeah. I, I'd, I'd rather just get max banners. So even though it looks like a flex, it's not. It's just me being pragmatic. And it's kind of, I take it as a hit on me a little bit as, as I mean, if I had prepared just a little bit more, maybe we could have had a stronger defense or something, but one way or another. I, <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird though, isn't it? You, you, look yeah. at, you look at your remaining teams and say, I don't need all of you. <laughs> Qui-Gon has gotten that treatment this week as well, which is shame because he's super Qui-Gon, but I'm like, huh, I can get a 57 with this oh, team or I can get a 54 with Qui-Gon. I right. guess I'll go the 57 route. I, um, I, will, I will say that he has been super duper useful for me. Uh, like this week I kept him for offense and he killed – the what i've been calling the triple rex team which is just it's two <laughs> rexes but rex it's rex rex fives but double, yeah. double rex rex you so <laughs> triple rex it's really right. stu- really dumb but um th- that team has been really consistently on defense against me with the omicron and stuff because my opponents i mean yours too probably all yeah i'll have rex at relic and yep. everything and so but but the Qui Gon team just destroys it. Kieti Mundi, holy balls! Oh. I mean, I have him. I have really good mods on him, but I think he did four hundred twenty thousand damage in his big hit. Yeah, he went first, and he just killed the hell out of Old Man Rex. He, Old Man Rex is like, "Give me what you got," and Kieti Mundi's <laughs> like, 
very sure. well. <laughs> very well. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. So I have I save um Qui-Gon specifically for that team. And then if I open up the back and it's not there, like, okay, I can use this on somebody else. Um but yeah, it is God, it, it works so well. Like that's it kind of trivializes it. But then that that Rex team beats so many other teams that it's like kind of one of those keep Qui-Gon, get an easy battle, or don't. <laughs> you know? Right. Well, yeah, he's uh he, he has really keep Qui-Gon is good. The thing is, he also gets holds for you as he well. does, he can, yeah. Yeah. The, the um, sight and stuff really people don't underestimate how much damage they can do suddenly. And you know what? With with that Qui-Gon team, you don't even need the foresight cron. Like the the less damage when you're over 50% turn meter. Right. If you if you don't want to commit fantastic mods to your Qui-Gon team, you just want to commit good mods to your Qui-Gon team. And so the bad batch is going to outspeed you. They struggle killing that Qui-Gon team if you have the the 75% less damage when you're over 50% turn meter. Because you go first, the Qui-Gon team has close to full turn meter, and then you can't kill them, and Anakin makes it to a second turn, and he's just like, oh, goodbye. <laughs> you, you will die now. Yes. <laughs> or at least Hunter will. He'll die screaming. Yeah. Yeah, it's what it's magic. Honestly, I, the team the team is really fun. I I typically use it. I just I've kept it on defense, and I was about to decommission it. In fact, I was a it's on on death's door. I was it's on the chopping block. It's gonna it's gonna die because it has some really fantastic mods. I'll probably keep them on Kieti Monday just because that set belong like it. I it should belong together, but it's been like custom built for him with all all the bonus crit chance and everything. Uh, so, yeah, he's really good. But but the speed on, on him has been it's a little bit ridiculous. Other people, other yeah. characters probably could use it. So, yeah. Uh, I, but but now that they have life for another couple months, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 they do. I mean, if you're going to demod the team right now, is not the time. <laughs> right, it's, it's ironic. Too super ironic if you do choose to do that. Right. Um. I so here's here's the blasphemy that I kind of came to the conclusion of this week. Of I am not going to be putting Cal on a seer team next week. Um, it's going to be crew from now on, and okay. I'm happy with that decision because <laughs> uh, I, I had Cal. It, it's fine, you you learned it last night, I know because you were watching the stream. But god, bounty hunters can just destroy that team if you have a good uh 15% cron just to give to Bosk to give him a little, a little more sturdiness. Like, bounty hunters can just walk through that team. You put crew on the team, bounty hunters can't do it anymore. If you put crew on the team, Treya has a chance of getting nuked by a fulcrum. Um, like, I just might not use Cal at all next week. And that feels really weird, but I think it's the actual right decision. 
Okay. Uh, what about what about Cal instead of Fulcrum? No, because um, Fulcrum Fulcrum is needed to nuke the the Treya. If you, if you use Cal, he puts out a bunch of debuffs. Treya gains a bunch of bonus protection plus her lead, and Fulcrum won't nuke the Treya, and Treya will end up winning. And I know this because I lost with my Treya. This is how I learned this. Um, but if there's no Cal there, the debuffs aren't going out, which means there's no bonus protection going out, which means Fulcrum just straight up shot because she's dispelling and doesn't have to hit Scion. The only real problem I'm seeing in this is that it sounds like you read kits and that's not really like <laughs> the thing. So <laughs> right. I'm gonna need to go, go ahead and simmer down now. <laughs> we don't do that here. <laughs> Seriously. Like uh, uh, what I'm waiting for is for CG to hire uh, Michael Kramer to read yeah. the kits out loud to me for me. <laughs> and I'll just I'll just buy it as an audiobook. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's uh it's an interesting thing because this is the last 3v3 that Seer is going to be not as good, I guess. I, I well, no, I I take it back because I think there is after further consideration of his kit and his interactions with Lord Vader and the way he does like I think there is a decent chance that it goes with Lord Vader. I still think the intention was for him to go with Seer, whether or not the player base decides to follow that. <laughs> right. But I, I think there's a chance he goes with Malico or Malikos goes with Lord Vader. But at the same time, I think I think Seer in threes at least, it seems like in threes that's going to be the team. It's going to be Seer, Cal, and Malikos is my perception. Maybe I'm wrong, but... Yeah, that... Or, so, I actually... I... And I don't know. This is all just hypothetically. I kind of don't think Malikos and Maul ever leave each other's side. Like, I, I kind of feel like they're going to become the new Wigs or the new Chase or the new Dash Vandor, like, I think they're, why don't they get a cute name? Um, anyway, I kind of think that they're Ma just... Mala we could do Malakos. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I keep wanting to type Malik instead. Um, but yeah, I, can't, I don't see a reason why they should ever be split apart. I, I'm not saying they have to go on Lord Vader, um, I don't they, see a reason that they should ever be split apart, though. They do seem super dirty together. They actually. do. Uh, and, you know, it's it's going to be like one of those one of those um, cases where it's like, oh yeah, I I could take Cat off of JMK, but why the hell would I? Yeah, Lord Vader is in such an awkward place because we're. All these other galactic legends, we say things like, well, say the Eternal Emperor needs a, a lifter unit for store, or Supreme Leader Kylo needs one. All, all these, you know, Jedi Master Luke, all these characters need a lifter unit. And I don't think that's really that debatable. The thing is, it, Lord Vader already has one. And if we take Maul away from Lord Vader, Lord Vader's going to need one again. He's going to want one at least. Well, so I, I've, I've planned this all out. Um, oh, good. So, uh, 
So all you do is you get to start two manning Reva teams for 64 banners. Reva's not going to be put on defense anymore, but Maul, Maul plus Royal Guard and 5v5 two man's Reva teams um, at like 100%. Like it's a you can't lose type of thing unless in set 11 messes it up. Uh, but yeah. So you can just set your Treya with Servage on defense, and you can just use Lord Vader on the Reva teams because the current meta is used GLs on non-GLs and non-GLs on GLs. There you go. That's yeah. perfect. Problem solved. All right. Yeah. That's because uh, I was trying, you know, I, I actually did want to look at the kit because we're what? Three weeks away from Malikos entering the board. Um, yeah. So I wanted to be somewhat prepared. And like, I just, I can't see him ever leaving Maul's side. Not, not successfully. Somebody's going to do it. A bunch of people are going to do it that first week. Um, but man, those two together just sound, just sound filthy. I guess the, the one argument I would make against it is... Sometimes you don't need that much violence. Uh, like you don't need that <laughs> much. You you can well th- think about this. Okay, so kind of like in, in a lot of ways, the idealized Jedi Master Kenobi team. At least it used to be with General Skywalker. So that's what you see in Squad Arena a lot of times, right? Because yeah. pe- people don't need two squads for Squad Arena. They only need one, so they just put all of their the Mega Titans team or right. whatever whatever for it uh they make the best version but you never see general skywalker on a kenobi team even though that's in theory the best version because you don't need that and it's more beneficial to have two separate squads killing the hell out of things rather than one super squad that kills the hell out of things to the same degree as the other two but maybe to a slightly stronger degree (laughs) overkill much that that's what it would feel like potentially that's yeah that would be my one thought of maybe not, but you're right. After looking at their kits, Mal Malakos seems pretty ridiculous. Yeah, I um, I shouldn't announce it out, but I've already I already know my first five v five team is going to be something disgusting like LV Mal Malakos Riva and GI, and just say. F you to everyone that tries to off meta it. <laughs> Keep it in the back so you don't know what's back there and just just a big F you. Um and then it'll probably be beat by something easy. And I'll be sad. But like that just why not go stupid? Um Yeah, why why would you ever not go full stupid? Good question. Because, you know, like, everyone's setting the Lord Vader with Reva team right now. Um, that still gets beat by Supreme Leader Kylo. Uh, so, you know that they're going to do that, as do this as well. Yeah, I mean, the, people will do it. I, I'll i be very interested. I will be watching their careers with great interest. <laughs> what uh, do you... I... Oh, go on. Go on. No, I... It's fine. It's fine. I, I mean, I just want to see what happens with with these things. Like, I, it's so hard to predict because yeah, 
Yeah, people make the super teams all the time, and sometimes it's incredibly effective and it pisses me off. And sometimes it just goes away because it's not practical. So I'll, I'll be very curious to see how practical this actually is. That's all. all right. Uh, what do you think about this Lord Vader with Reba team? I just, I struggle with, okay, so it, yeah, it's good. It's good enough, at least in, in Territory Wars, especially it's, um well, it's okay, I guess. There's, there's still comps that beat it. But um, uh, for me, I just, I struggle because Reva on her own kills a whole lot of other things. And so she, she is, she's not a galactic legend herself. So I consider her off meta. And yeah. as such, I, I feel like it's a waste, kind of. I I agree with you completely. Um, I, ironically, I think it's stronger in three v three than it is in five v five. Probably, but I still haven't lost to it yet either. So there's also that. Um, it does make me switch up my game plan to JMK on Java, which works. I just hate. Uh, but yeah, I. I just, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not afraid of it. I actually kind of, I kind of want my opponents to set it, if I'm being quite honest with you, because then it takes away their Reva team, which is like 10 times stronger than the Grand Inquisitor team. Uh, I did, I did split up the team a little bit this week on offense, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily a good idea. Like if JML was hiding in the back, I wouldn't have split them up. Just like you open up the back and you're like, oh, that's not a very strong team. I can beat it. I can split my Riva team into two teams and win. Um, I don't, man, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I, <laughs> I don't like the idea of it. I, I get super teams work. I get 3v3. You use less teams so you can use you're using less of your roster. So in theory, you can make more super teams because you're only using 90 something tunes, but I not a fan, not a fan of that team. I guess, I guess the one thing I'll say about it. Yeah. So I, I agree. Totally agree. Um, The one thing I will say about, about the team like that is it, it's going to be, it's, it's also going to be a strategic thing of if, if you're in a position where you could build that team and then you don't think your opponent has the right pieces to be able to beat it, like they just, they're missing oh, a team yeah. or something, then sure that, that, that becomes, and, and you can still have a strong enough offense to get through it. Then to me, I, I think that that's probably smart, but if you're facing someone, the full big bloated roster like ours, uh, I mean, maybe it'll get some stops. Maybe it'll get a lot of stops, but maybe it really hurts you like that you know we don't have so many transcendent top tier teams that you can afford to just smush two of them into one that is right. my perception yeah if you if you are playing at a level um or if you or i should say if you know your opponent will spring leader kylo java every time and you want to set java in front then this in the back just as kind of like the middle finger to them I mean, that that's a strategic decision, and I fully support it. Uh, if you are doing it without any scouting at all, I support it a lot less. Um, uh, you're like, yeah, that's just my default. Right. All right, bro. Like, Okay, well, your default sucks. Yeah. Tell, uh, tell your mom your default sucks. <laughs> 
it's okay. She already knew. Um, <laughs> she knew. She's she's always known somehow. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I I just uh, that team. I don't know. Some of these super teams irk me. Then some of them don't bother me at all. And this one, for some reason, just irks me. It's probably because I place so much importance on my inquisitors on offense that seeing them not use there or seeing them split up, I should say, bothers the hell out of me. And that's probably a personal problem, but now you all have to deal with it because you have to listen to it. No, so, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretty particular about that sort of thing too. I, I like having, I like having my pet teams. I, I It would kill me if, if someone came out, was released and, Suddenly, Starkiller wasn't allowed to ha- have have a good comp. They, they they robbed all his good characters or something. It would make me so sad. I I, I probably just wouldn't comply. <laughs> I'd say, all right, EP Mara, you should probably go with this new character with, with the the latest Palpatine. Somehow, Palpatine returned again, 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 uh, again. <laughs> some, somehow it happened, and it's great. Uh, for everyone except for me, because Starkiller really wanted to have his team, his old team back. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. There's certain teams I'm just too sentimental about breaking up. Uh, for the most part, I'm pretty pragmatic about it, but I'll struggle as well when they start making me break up CLS with the inevitable Rebels shift with, with Leia. Even if they say they want us to have the CLS team remain, we'll see. Yeah, I'm really curious. I I think that they're going to add a, a tag, like a Rebel Fighter 2 tag or something something like that. Like that's that's the only way you can do it, right? Like that's the realistically that is the only way that you can keep Chupio off of another Rebels team. You you could maybe do something like uh, because C3PO is the other one. He adds he adds a right. lot even without all of the translation you could say like non uh, rebel the uh, non-droid rebels get this bonus or if all, uh, yeah. all characters like you could you could exclude them with the droid tag but but yeah e- even then i mean han probably goes pretty well with whatever rebel team is there because she's gonna right. she's, she's gonna give a bunch of offense and mastery and stuff um but <laughs> by, by the way i i was I wish I could. Uh, I wish I could. I, I didn't check it, but I did a mirror with uh, my opponent had a dash Han Chu team on defense on my alt. And I, yeah. so I was like, let's do the mirror. I have a faster Han. We'll be good. And so we shot the Chewbacca and Chewbacca just died. <laughs> he just evaporated. And then and then I couldn't check to see if he had mods, because if you check, it, it's right. like if, if they locked in with mods, then and then took him off then that, that would be one thing but or you know vice versa yeah but like we, we checked and he had mods on at that point but he just evaporated and it made me really happy i don't i just it made me happy enough that i had to interrupt our conversation just to tell you that get it off my chest so <laughs> yeah things uh, that things that bring you joy in life just uh, yeah <laughs> well because han's first shot used to just kill people right off the bat right you know, especially with with Chewbacca and with Chewie or Chupio assisting, and with all the assists, that used to be a thing. And I feel like we've really wandered far from that. That doesn't happen anymore. Now he's good for a stun and a little damage. <laughs> yeah, I uh, well, I'll make you feel a little happy. Uh, last night I had 
my opponent set dash on Vandor on defense. And so I took Padme. I took Padme, GK, and Ayla against it. And Han one shot. Well, I guess technically double taps because he, he double taps. Um, mm. It took out my Ayla before before I got a turn. No. The irony is I still ended up winning, so it didn't matter. But um, yeah, <laughs> I was like... Damn it! You don't even have Chewie. I think I think I honestly think if Chewie was there, Ayla would have survived from the assist bonus protection. But without without Chewie there, there was no assist, and Han just erased her. Han's like, I guess I'll just kill you. Gosh, yeah, that's that's too bad. <laughs> honestly, I I haven't used the Aylacron yet. I keep looking for opportunities, but I don't have a specific team that I want to use her on, and I, I've had. Jedi Master Luke on defense this whole season, which is probably going to change. Uh, though I've been getting it's best with a few people lately for some, yeah. some tweaks that I've been doing. But like it's, yeah, the Ayla team. I don't. I haven't been able to use the Kron yet. I actually have two Ayla Krons with foresight. Buff. Oh, see, A- JKR Ayla Mace is my go-to Tarful counter. Nice. It, it beats every Tarful team. You just direct focus the non-Tarful, non-Zalbar Wookiee first. Hmm. And then I don't hit auto, but you honestly could. Um like it's it's that it's that mindless. Yeah, I jumped through some hoops last night. I got I I used Jedi Luke with Mace and Hoda, I think, to kill a Malgus team. So then I could take a Jedi Revan team with Cal to kill Wookiees. Yeah. Oh you don't need yeah you don't need Cal on the team you just need a one mace yeah it was uh it was it, it ended up being fine that, i mean that, that zalbar is so crazy it was so crazy tanky i mean he, um, he is so i do hit auto then i get it down to just zalbar and then i hit auto and it's funny because mace is on the team um shatterpoint hits zalbar every single time once you get him alone so you're slowly right. reducing his max health um and it works. It works well. And then you end up getting max banners because all the stacked defense on him means all the you have to assist like multiple times. So you recover all your banners while killing him. It's perfect. One hundred percent of the time, it works every time. Yeah, <laughs> that that doesn't make much sense. But yeah, <laughs> I, I should clarify when I say it beats all of the team. I haven't faced a Tarful Chewy team with it yet. So uh, I don't know. I don't know if it beats OG Chewy, uh, just because I haven't. I I feel pretty good that it would, but I just haven't tested that team yet. Uh, that's what I've been using uh, for my for my Wookie team. I think it's messed with a few people. So I'm I'm very yeah. interested to see how how what the defense was like. Um, yeah, I placed I placed that as well. And hold on, I actually have the defenses up. I can tell you. Um, round three, it got beat by a Malgus team. Let's see, Wookiees. Malgus, they yeah. kept Malgus for offense and killed Wookiees with it. Yes, um, okay. got tiny. Um, round two, it got beat for by a Qui Gon team for 52 banners. I'll take that trade. 52 means you struggled, yeah. Um, and then round one, it got beat by an Afro team. So there's no small, there's no like cheap counters that beat it. 
And I'm okay with that. Like that's that's using, what you want. Yeah, using an R8F or R8BT, an R7 triple zero. Like I'm fine. Use that counter. That's I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah, I tend to agree. I, I'm pleasantly surprised with how strong the Wookiee Cron is. I, I thought that it was going to be strong at first, and then it wasn't getting a lot of buzz. A lot of people were just kind of saying, yeah, yeah, grit, that's fine, and stuff. I mean, yeah. grit, grit is good, but it's not... There, there are a lot of ways to get around it. It's... I, I really... There's been a lot of different Wookiee Crons, though, that I, I feel like they've they've actually shifted the meta significantly. You need yeah. you need something you need something that's that's not total garbage to beat it. As opposed sure. to you could you used to just be able to throw. Yeah, this is this is my generic. You know, I'll kill most B level teams with it. Sure, yeah, this will get good banners against Wookies. Now now people are gonna gonna have to struggle a little bit. It's kind of sad though because I do think that means that Wookies aren't gonna be that great once the cron is gone i yeah i well that i agree um another another fun team that i used this week is um bastila cal mace beats malgus teams nice well because because it, she she gives the pre-taunt to mace so right then, yep yeah. um so that that has been a good find this week. I also to be um it's funny in the in the past I found the Malgus Darth Revan Bastila team the hardest to beat. Now I kind of feel like it's the easiest to beat because both Bastila and Darth Revan are much squishier than Marauder. Um but I used Treya Nihilus and Brood Alpha and beat a Darth Revan. Uh, or wait, a Malgus Darth Revan Bastila team. Um, and that that was a fun counter, little terrifying, but it worked really damn well. Yeah, it, the the sounds uh the sounds solid. Um, gosh, I lost my match, my last, my most recent match because. Revan is just really good now with Relic Nine. Everyone's gonna put Relic Nine on him. It's been yeah. impactful. Um, he actually terrorized both of my matches. Come to think of it, I think I think I lost both of them because of because of that. Uh, he, so Darth Revan. Uh, I, yeah, I used I used my Padme or my Gidme team, and I, yeah. it was like a Darth Revan Basti Savage team. And in the past, I've I've had no issues with that with killing that team, and. Uh, with with Gidme and this time I killed the first two. I killed Savage. Then you got to kill Basti because otherwise, Darth Revan just health equalizes. Um, yeah. but then I haven't had I hadn't had issues with the Relic Seven Darth Revans. But this guy just did so much damage. He just deleted my guys way before. Like, like I was getting to the point where I was I was about to be able to you know do a lot more damage to him. You got to you know get back and get me get enough courage generated and all that. Right. Um, and he just killed everyone before I could, and I took the loss, and that was that was basically I lost by ten banners, uh, for the, for the match, and, uh, and and then the the other one on my alt, I kill I went in with so there's a cron. This is an interaction that I never saw coming. Really, was uh, there there's the, 
there's the Sith, and now that's about to be gone. This is the last week we have to use it in threes at least. But um, it's the Sith gain bonus turn meter. But if you buff other, yep. and so I took my Imperial my troopers in to fight. It was just a the the old school like full bastard Jedi or Darth Revan team, right? I I took my troopers in and. Because I was like, yeah, I'll speed them with with veers and stuff. I'm fine. And then they went first and just curb stomped my <laughs> my Imperial troopers. Yeah, because of the foresight that they're given. Oh, at the start, yeah. and it gave them ten percent turn meter, and that was enough to flip the tables. And and then I couldn't even exit fast enough. Like uh, it was just like, no, what's happened? I'm dead. <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then I couldn't clear that team after that because uh, they were preloaded, and I killed Malak, and then I couldn't. They they just relic nine Darth Revan man. He's a menace. He's he's way stronger. I didn't think he would be as impactful at relic nine. I was like, I don't think we'll notice. But <laughs> lately, he's been a lot tougher to kill, and I think that relic nine has been a huge part of it. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, I oh, man, Revan Revan is certainly certainly a pain. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of what other fun things. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Um, it's amazing how many good com cron combinations that we just never figure out because of the limited lifespan. Yeah that that one that one surprised the hell out. The whole chat was like, "What happened?" And I, I was like, oh, I bet that I put Piet is the lead, but that wasn't the case. Look back that I had right. I, it was Veer's lead. Yeah. And, and we were all just stumped. So I looked at the I looked at the thing. And the, the the irony was I looked at the thing. I had already looked at the cron and I was like, oh yeah, like like Sith hand buffs to people. Like that right. were, I kind of mocked the cron. I was like, yeah, that's the most worthless cron because Sith don't give each other buffs. <laughs> and then it happened to be that specific mechanic that just screwed me over for the whole match. Uh, yeah. It's not yeah. it's not okay. It's it's outrageous. It's unfair. <laughs> Speaking of uh other cron interactions, you know what was it, it didn't bother me, but I, I saw so it bothers somebody else. Um the damage reduction on gas when he's at 50% turn meter. Uh, I've seen people really struggle with that because they're just not getting gas down, basically. Like, it's not the thick ground. It's not, you know, so there's hope. There's hope for the next set. It had crit avoidance on it and damage reduction on the level six. Uh, and that's so, clever. That is yeah, clever. They they couldn't get through the gas fast enough. Um, mm. Does that does that? How does that interact with exposes? Because I, I know that some true damage is just ignoring that, right? Yeah i I honestly don't know with expose. I don't think it's going to work in five v five anyway. Because, um, at least at least in my counters, I I let Rex take a turn, which means gas takes a turn before I sit him down. So I don't think it's going to stop CLS in five v five, but in three v three, it's. I think it's I think it's a good option. Um, yeah, yeah that that seems that seems interesting. You're right. You're right about 
how many cool interactions that we just missed. Uh, there's, right. there's always you have to wonder how disappointed some devs are because we complain about about certain <laughs> aspects of them. How much do they complain about the player base? They're like, man, every single content creator is a freaking idiot and right. can't can't. They're like, I designed this Datacron set for this one awesome team and no one yeah. found it, and now the Datacron's gone. <laughs> right. They're like, this is coming back in a set in four months. Figure it out, damn it. Um, yeah, like I maybe we're just missing something on the right. on the you, you gain armor penetration. There's a twenty percent chance that you gain like some <laughs> stupid obscure buff that you're not even gonna notice. Um, yeah. uh, if if you do a basic or something, like the the red trooper one, and yeah, yeah they, they've had a few of those. Ezra has it now, I think. Is is Ezra? Yeah. Ezra. Anyways. The uh, although I will say, I I think my my guess is that the next, the next uh set for Datacrons is going to be Dark Side Ufus. I yeah, I could see that. With with Malakos being a, an obvious yeah. shoe in for that. So then, so then we right. won't know how good he is because he'll be transcendent for four months. Well, let's see. Hold on. We we can math we can sort of math this out, right? Because the next set gets announced. Oh yeah, after right after he's released. Yeah, so that would time out perfectly as well. Um because yeah, we had light side ufus. Well, it, it was weird because there there were still dark side ufus, but like weren't weren't all the level threes. Light side, yeah. Light side, yeah. yeah. So, so like we had a Mara Jade one, so uh, uh, which is obviously dark, but right, their level three was just unusable to to part of that team at least. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Interaction. Speaking of Ufus, I I faced this week that. Hmm. was the easiest I've faced all season. Ray, the, and the person built her with uh, crit avoidance, Gron. It was like 70-something percent crit avoidance. Hmm. And it was... I almost had Ray dead before her first ult with EP Starkiller. Um, that did not work out for the person the way that they expected it to. Uh, because Mara applies vulnerable. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, that there's you, so guaranteed crit. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And I just used a cron all, all season. I've been using a cron with um, high armor penetration. I haven't been using the thick crons with Mara. And I came, I should have recorded when I did it. Uh, but I, I mean, Ray had like two red bars left when she went into ult and Ben was dead. And I was like, oh, I got so close. I still end up winning. It wasn't a problem. It was one kind of easily. Um, but I was so close to killing her before ult, which I've never done before in 3v3. And really haven't done in the past 3v3 because everyone puts the thick runs on her. So it takes an ult or two to get her down. And I was like, I'm gonna get it. Ah, oh, damn it, just missed. Yeah, that's that's always fun when you can kill her before ult. You have to usually I it, it like I, I've done it before. Threes, it is a lot harder. Uh, you know, it it all 
it all comes down to if you can stagger her at some point and if the stagger is usable. Right, right. Uh, yeah, so maybe maybe building her for crit avoidance is the way for when the Thickron set dies, but man, I wouldn't I wouldn't be switching to it um for the new set until the Thickron goes away. Yeah, how how do you feel? I'm sorry, you were gonna say something else. Oh, I was just gonna say because if you're building for crit avoidance too, you're not gonna have armor pen on the cron, and quite frankly, the armor pen scares me more than um the crit avoidance did. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. How, but, how uh, do you how do you feel about the death of of set three? It's not quite yet. We still have one more. Or sorry, I said set three. Uh, I was thinking of the level three because that's the dominant aspect. Of course, like all the different stats are too. How do you feel about the death of it? I, I know that Calvin was saying in one of our chats that he has liked this set more than almost any others. I, th I oh, think that's what he said. It's uh, it's so boring. Like the the thick crons are just boring to me. Like every fight was before this armor pen set came out. Every fight was like three to four minutes long, and they weren't necessarily hard because both sides were using thick crons, so it was just the same battle, just two minutes longer. Like such a it's such a boring set. Um, thank God. For the armor pen crons, man. Give me give me 30 second paddles any day. I'm fine with it. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I saw so, that message from Calvin. I wanted to tell him I was it was wrong, but I was driving at the time, so I couldn't. <laughs> don't worry. You can tell you've told him now, because I think I have, to this. Yeah. <laughs> Calvin, you're wrong. <laughs> and you should feel bad. <laughs> I I don't really I do think that they it's been it's been kind of fun opening up for a few different off meta things. Uh, at that that being said, it it's been it's been a force of just total destruction for for a lot of people. Like it and it is just certain counters just stop being able to be used at all. I've I've been thinking I'm like yes CLS teams that have the the new set on them. Yep. Now I can just use troopers to delete them. Oh my I, god, I that's my favorite it. thing. Everybody has switched to the Wookiee Crons, and troopers yeah. just kill them again, easily. Because now the troopers have 200% armor pen to go along with them having no Dude. defense. And it's like, you're dead. <laughs> but dark, dark Trooper with, uh, like a high relic, relic 7 or 8 Dark Trooper with a, a really good armor pen is just so dirty. He just smashes... Yeah. I've been killing Luke. You know how so usually with troopers, it's a little bit of a gamble because if he has does two punches to Luke's face, that's usually not enough to kill a decent right. Luke. But with the armor pen thing, I, I've had him just smash through and Luke's like in yellow on his first hit. Yeah. I'm like, I guess you don't need to gamble on a third. Like you're just gonna kill him on the second. It's magic. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, fun, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm very happy to have the armor pen. I do wish that we had the special damage penetration as well to go along with it. Um I feel like every time a set like this comes out, people start to learn who does special damage and who doesn't. And it makes me 
it makes me laugh because I, I fall into the same trap. And some characters do one ability is special, one ability is physical because CG had to make them difficult. Um, right. But it, it's funny. I, I've had a couple people be, yeah, put an armor pen drawn on this team. And it's like, for who? <laughs> for the tank? Right. He's the only one doing the special damage here. Well, uh, there's there's one step you could take further on it too, because it's not just that the the armor pit. I mean, the armor pit is good, but there are some characters who are even good attackers. But it just depends on what their mastery is, what their archetype is. What I feel like they used to like back when they back when they changed everyone to um, uh, being a uh, you know they they give you a like they they triangulate what your thing is like i'm trying to think like your base attributes so you know if you're a tactics and um i i forget man i'm just totally spacing on this the the mastery though everyone like uh so yeah i'm looking at jabba's right now his mastery okay. it increases his accuracy crit avoid and damage and that's based on uh what you know on him being a support and uh right something else i forget but um yeah like so, some of them just don't gain the like so so like armor pen on jabba doesn't actually give him that much armor pen i don't think because his base armor pen is just not that not, not that he does much physical or damage himself anyways but i'm trying to look yeah so my jabba that i'm looking at right now at relic eight because this is my alt he only has 10 armor pen yeah. total so giving him armor pen like it, you give him two hundred percent bonus to armor pen, he's at thirty or something. Yeah, right. but, but but then you give you give dark trooper that that same thing, and he goes all the way up to a thousand or something crazy. It's something stupid, right? Yeah, yeah. no, it it is. There is a very large learning curve here um, that people fall for every time including me that's not that's not me judging people because you really i mean how often do you honestly pay attention um oh, to the armor pen i yeah there's right. a lot of a lot of characters that i don't i don't have any idea like i'm, I'm setting my defenses um uh right right now uh well now i can't say which character it is uh just in case but uh <laughs> like i the character i'm looking at right now I have no idea off the top of my head if they have any armor pen and they're a good attacking character, but yeah. I don't, I just don't know. I I don't pay attention to that. I could tell you if it's physical damage or not because, because other cron sets have kind of forced me to look at that, but right. But the armor pen stuff is, is surprising to, to me. Sometimes I'm like, Oh, I thought that would actually be a lot better with you than it is. Yeah disappointing dash is someone <laughs> who uses a lot of it i think well and cg does does do they like to kind of play games and where some characters have high offense low armor pen some have high armor pen lower offense they they really like to mess with those stats um and i'm sure it's for balance reason reasons based on the expected leaders that the characters are going to be under yada 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 but they really do mess with the stats a little bit so you have to kind of figure it out when stats like armor pen hit datacrons yeah it's a it's a real thing 
it's been and it's quite i kind of like that sometimes crons make you learn the kits better i know that's that's kind of a that's also a thing that people prefer uh, like that they don't like about it i guess they they prefer not to have to deal with that and learn more but i kind of like it's like oh hey okay well we got this stat that i don't know that much about i guess i should learn more about it right um yeah yeah defense the defense crons are i'm gonna be okay with defense as a stat going away for a little bit if it does in fact go away Uh, right and it it will i mean it probably will Uh, who knows we'll we'll see when the next set gets announced but i imagine that we'll go a season without it and then we'll then it'll come back i don't mind like i don't mind the thick runs i just they weren't my favorite set that's like for Calvin, I think he said that it was his favorite set. And I, I can understand the argument. Like I do get the argument. Just for me, I like big numbers, not not small numbers when my when my characters run across the screen. Yeah, I, I don't think that's bad. Ironically, there is so some of the set ten stuff is so ball busting uh, defensive wise. They they have they have some of the most fierce defensive things just because if you can't do damage to him, was was it you who was showing that that uh, screenshot of like one damage that, to someone? That was me. It was a Kersantan. It was Supreme Leader Kylo poking a Kersantan for one damage because he had more than 50% turn meter. So he did he had the 75% reduction, and then Jabba gives 30 30% damage reduction. And so Kersantan was getting one damage on a Supreme Leader Kylo poke after Kylo had ramped. It's brutal, man. Yeah, man. That's that that was that was nasty. I did not like that. I think when the I think the thick crons are kind of holding us back to find some of those fun things with set ten. Um because there's there's really no reason to experiment right now because lord vader's getting an extra 75 percent health and protection and 200 percent right. defense so there's no reason to experiment but i think and lord vader's a bad example because obviously he's dark side not but i mean the it's the point of like why would you like right now with the thick crowns gas doesn't sit down against most teams as it is so why switch to set 10 when you don't have to so i get it you're totally right yeah um i agree that that's a rough thing that that's a that's a tough thing because i i keep thinking about this i think i mentioned it maybe in the last cast as well Uh, i mentioned it somewhere at least where uh lord vader is uh like he's really strong and the my frustrating thing about him is he takes so damn long to ramp it pisses me off. He, yeah. It would be he'd be so much more fun to me if you could just ramp faster somehow, and if we could find a way to to make that happen, I I would probably enjoy the character more. As it is, it is always stressful because uh, yeah, sure he'll kill a weaker team, but you don't want it's a galactic legend. You want to kill something galactic legend what uh, level and. Before you can kill something galactic legend level, you have to spend three or four minutes of stress trying to <laughs> ramp him up and hope he, they don't kill too much of your team so that your mastery keeps climbing every time you pop your ult. And 
I just don't like it. It's not it's not as fun. If there was some way to just to mod him to be an offensive powerhouse and not have to just play the plotting tank game with him. Right. I, I I would I'd probably be all ears. Honestly, even if it was overall less effective, that would be intriguing to me. Yeah, I hear you there. Um the the most annoying part of Lord Vader, which is great when you have to fight him on defense, but horrible when you're using him on offense, is how long it takes for him to get to his first ult. Because the second ult comes so fast. That first ult just takes forever to get to. And you're just like using him on offense. Like, come on, can the bar fill up a little bit? Bart, do something. Like, why aren't you moving? It's so annoying. I hate it, man. And then eventually you do start getting that once you get your 60 stacks or whatever, then it starts moving a lot faster. But yeah. Right. Um, oh, oh yeah, yeah. The the ult, the ult is uh, yeah. Anyways, anyways, I stacking offense teams are a lot of fun in general if you can stack quickly. I think that's part of the joy of Datacrons is they do let you stack quickly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So swapping from Datacrons to Omicrons because. I've heard I've heard a lot of talk and actually seen a lot of questions both in in our server and other servers about how many omicrons we're going to need in the next next three weeks. Um, so Malikos is coming out. I think we talked last time about him needing at least two, maybe three. Um, but we can talk about that again. Then with Malikos coming out on in TW. He's also, you're going to want, you know, probably Seer and Fulcrum, um, or not Seer, uh, Cal and Fulcrum. So if you, how many Omicrons are too many for, Mal- for one Malakos team? Yeah, well, because, yeah, th- there's a lot represented there. You're right. Uh, like three for him, one for Cal, maybe one for Seer, one for Fulcrum. Yeah. Yeah. I guess my biggest thing is are are we all gonna decide? I know that certain guilds that we faced have already committed to everyone has has the Cal and Fulcrum crons and, yep. and they just go on ray teams and it's a somewhat obnoxious. Uh but but like everyone on in the guild does and that's a lot. If one Omicron, I can do every once in a while for my guild. I, I feel like that's that's a reasonable thing, but th- that's a pretty big ask for me, in in my opinion. But I guess if you're really invested in territory war, I mean that is a lot though. That's a lot of Omicrons on one team. Uh, oh. it it is a man and man. So CG. We talk, we've talked about this a few times recently. CG has figured it out, right? CG has figured out where to put bottlenecks, and they're they're making money hand over fist again. Uh, on this game, ironically, not Lord of the Rings. Go figure. Um, and th- with the release of one Conquest character, they are creating a bottleneck of six, six Omicrons. 
and then dropping him at the exact same time as a GL. And I, at this point, I'm just assuming that Lobot is going to get an Omicron. Like it's kind of kind of be like Java, where there's a GAC Omicron, there's a good TW Omicron. So Leia is going to want two Omicrons. Um, like if you if you didn't have Fulcrum before, like that's that's eight Omicrons being asked for in the span of like three weeks. Oh, and then who knows about the Scout Trooper? We need that one. Oh, Scout Trooper! Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Lord. Um, yeah. Well, and and then that doesn't even count. Rex is an amazing one. He's it's really fun. Like why why wouldn't you? And and Marin is also it's her Omicron is great even before she's seven stars. Yeah, and then and then you throw in because of Rex, you got Hera's as well, which is now good. Clash would be so proud. He's not playing anymore, but he would be so proud that he could finally use his Hera Omicron. But he just he he went away too soon. Um, hmm, I miss Clash. Yeah, but so the Hera Omicron is fantastic for TW now as well because of Rex. Like okay. CG, CG has um instantly created the need for like ten Omicrons in in like a snap of a finger. They're like, yeah. "Yep, you need ten Omicrons." By the way, we're gonna have this two hundred dollar pack. Would you like three? <laughs> Yeah, well, and you're right about that. They're, it's just, it's constantly humorous to me because people people say, oh, yeah, those guys are so, such dumbasses, man. Uh, CG, <laughs> they don't know how, they don't know anything. They're so stupid. And uh, what have they done, though, here? They, <laughs> yeah, you're right. They've suddenly made it so that everyone, Everyone has to, uh, you know, they they want us they want us to apply all the omicrons. I want to apply all of them. It seems fun. It does seem fun to use right. Cal and uh, Fulcrum together on a squad. It, it does seem really fun, honestly. All they have to do now is to make territory wars something I am more interested in. <laughs> they, so Crumb did hunt, hunt, yeah. For- from did hint that there were changes coming to territory wars, but it didn't sound like anything that's actually interesting. Um, but what? So all right. So here's the question: They locked. They didn't lock it, but they they hid R nine behind territory wars. What would you do if the only way to get R ten for the first six months was territory wars? It would depend on if I cared about it, I guess. Fair. Because, uh, uh, yeah, if I real, if I desperately needed Relic 10, I mean, there's always going to be a way to spend money, like cash, to get right. Relic 10. Of course, yeah. We, I mean, I think when it, when it first came out, Relic 9, you and I both spent, just to get one Relic 9, it, it cost 100 bucks to go from 8 to 9, which is crazy. It's just totally bonkers yes. that it costs that much. But... Uh, like it, it, you you can spend all that money just to get a character to seven star, and then all the gear, and then all the relic levels to eight, and then still spend on top of that, spend a hundred dollars for one relic level, just ridiculous. But that that'll be that'll be what to expect for ten as well for sure. Oh yeah, uh, but I mean, if I really desperately cared about it, I I, I don't know. I 
that seems like something that not that not that I'm threatening my guild about this. This is something that I might have to find a different guild for with other more like-minded people who really want to get this thing. <laughs> your alt will be able to get R10 before your main. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. Yep. That's how it works, man. <laughs> yep. Oh. Yeah. Um, a death home with a raid. Thank you. Good to see you, sir. Um yeah, I so they hint at changes to TW, and or at least to portions of TW. I I honestly think at this point that they are just gonna like change rewards around, which is disappointing. Um, but I man, if they if they lock R ten behind it for a little while, behind it and money, of course, I it would be. I, the sandbagging, the sandbagging is already real, but my God, can you imagine like the, I have to, I have to win. So let's go in 30 million lower, except for 30 million lower isn't that much anymore. Let's go in like 50 million lower. We'll drop five people and just to make sure we get these wins. Oh, CG, please don't do that. <laughs> please don't yeah. do that. Well, if they make if they make territory war wins more urgent because of relic ten demand, that will just open a lot of guilds. Just they're too sleepy. They're like, yeah, we could we could sandbag, but why? Yeah, we don't care. We don't. That would mean we'd have to complete an entire attack phase in right. territory wars. <laughs> why? Why bother? We'll just get we'll get whatever rewards we want. Or whatever the rewards we get. Sometimes we'll win, sometimes we'll lose. We'll win one third of them guaranteed. That's enough. For a lot of guilds, that, that is just enough. And I don't blame them. That's enough for me, frankly. Uh and, but if they increase that demand, yeah, people are gonna it's gonna open the door for a lot of tryhards. That that'll that'll reposition. I mean, we always guilds play that musical chair game anyways. Right. Oh, whenever, whenever new themes come out, Rise of the Empire, especially, I just remember how disruptive it was when the Geo Territory battle came out, which is years ago now. But oh yeah, that that uh, was insane. That was. I remember, be like, I don't have teams for this. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we actually have. A lot of podcast questions and there's a lot of them that are actually i think i i told you before we went on the air that deserve some deserve some time speaking about them so why don't we get into that now that way we can get through them all um sure, man. all right let's uh speaking of spending money are are the cairo gamble packs worth the money in your opinion what the the forty dollar ones where you get seventy five to four hundred of each? Yes, yeah. Uh <laughs> I I think I I did the math and I think I think it's it, if you get the worst result, then it's 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 just like a big kick in the nuts. It's terrible, <laughs> but just like gambling, if it's not. It wouldn't be gambling if there wasn't some kind of high reward. I think. I mean, I've seen people take screenshots of getting four hundred, and it's that's that's the Nirvana thing. It's like, oh my gosh, this is awesome! You know, right. I'm so happy. Uh, I don't regret a single thing. I'm gonna do it. I'm. I guarantee I can roll the same thing every time. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah. CG's done a good job of of bottlenecking Cairo. I, I guess I could question what's the urgency here. If it's some if the level of urgency is you really need to gear the squad for some reason, uh, like that's it, okay, it's fine, I guess. That like be prepared to feel sad. And then I would say otherwise, generally I would advise patience and instead just yell at your guild until everyone adopts farming the uh farming like territory battle teams and then yeah. go go to Zepho and get a bunch of of uh you can get a ton of Kyrotech if your whole guild buys in and gets gets Cal unlocked and gets Zepho and all that you can get a ton of Cairo. Uh, that yeah. that that's the more long term solution in my mind. I don't know. Uh, what do you think? Is that a good pack? Um, it's no. I hate gamble packs. I mean, part of me really loves oh. gamble packs, but I I hate them in general. In yeah. a, as like a general rule, I do think if you needed a bunch of Kairos right away, kind of like you were saying, I I would probably spin the wheel and give it a chance um and then be disappointed i um i in general i don't buy gamble packs i like to know what i'm spending my money on um agreed yeah all right um (laughs) how awful will it be oh crap that's what we didn't talk about so i'll ask the question then we can talk about the change um, how awful will it be if Profundity versus Leviathan is a 50% counter after the next buff? Will you just switch to doing mirrors? So, setup for this question, obviously, is they came out with a post this week. Literally, the only... Uh, there's two posts from CG. One was uh, the the calendar, but the other one is saying, yeah, we, we, watched, we watched the stats. We're going to buff Leviathan, basically. Um, mm-hmm uh so when they buff leviathan and they create the unbeatable fleet um how are you going to approach fleets uh i i think profundity will still be able to win is my guess that's my prediction Uh, i i don't i don't think they're gonna make it so that profundity i i think what their goal here and this is just me projecting and putting my own values in there in the place but my guess is i don't think that they want to make it so that leviathan's the only team that can win i think profundity just needs to cost more instead of instead of getting 77 or 78 or whatever people are getting with leviathan and it not being that risky uh, like I haven't lost it. I know some people have lost it, so I'm not saying it's 100%. But I, my guess is that they'll just make it more expensive somehow. Um, and I'll probably just deal with that. It, or I, I'm just in in a in a place right now where in GAC. I mean, I've been in this place for a while. I guess so. If you where everyone after a while would just have a relic nine, uh, say the assassin, and we'll all just have a relic knight say the assassin to have the same like to have a mirror match that is just miserable as hell so i'd still prefer to use a different fleet frankly if, if we could do that yeah i man if 
if I have the higher Sith Assassin, I will 100% do the mirror because that is such a stupidly easy fight. Um, I, if otherwise, God, yeah, it's, it's going to be, I, I don't like them buffing this ship. Like this ship doesn't need a buff. This is my problem. The the ship we've already talked about. The ship doesn't need a buff. So you give up a seventy seven. Get over yourselves. Everybody gets the same seventy seven. It's a trade. It's it's going to be like the old Fin Fin Po team, right? So the social contract. Either you give up the seventy seven, or you take it on offense and you get a seventy five on offense, and you just every fleet you get a seventy five or higher on. Like deal with it, people. Good lord, um, because. How the hell are they going to... Ch- I, I don't understand how they're going to change it because the only way for Profundity to win is to not call a reinforcement. And if the only way right now to win is to not call a reinforcement, it's going to be a 77. Um, I like I don't... How do, you, how do you change that? Because if you call a reinforcement before you get to your ultimate you don't get to your ultimate. What if, so, what if, what if like, destroying, how do you change that? What if destroying the hangers destroyed all the banners that those hangers represented? Oh, I would hate that. It's fair. I think I'd probably cringe pretty hard. Because but... that that's a first turn. That like literally your first turn in the profundity battle. Um sure. Uh, so I, yeah, I would, I would hate that. I, I would, well, like, like, passion. well, like if it destroyed the ships that were, if it was, you know, if everyone took a reason of, you know, a bigger fleet, it wouldn't destroy all those ships. It would just destroy all the empty slots worth of, of it, I guess. So it would, it would eliminate the potential for just, you know, quote unquote, cheesing with three ships. I, I don't, I, yeah, I would still hate that. That's fair. Um, I don't. I don't know. That's like I don't know how they fix it. And so, Boma, here's the problem: if you give the Leviathan a big hitter to at the start, this the the fleet becomes unbeatable. Like it, the fleet becomes unbeatable. The only reason you can beat it right now is because of the the way that the fleet works. Like if you give it a heavy hitter at the start it doesn't lose because as it is right now, it beats every single team on auto on offense. Like every single team gets beat by on auto on offense. Like if you give it a big hitter, it's just, just going to be filthy. I don't think CG wants to solve this quite frankly. I, I, I truly believe that they don't want to solve this problem, but so many people are bitching that they have to. Yeah, I'll I'll be interested to see what they change. Like they, honestly, CG has done a good job of adding a buff to teams that kind of need it uh, for, for whatever reason. Um, uh, you know, or I guess we don't always perceive the same things. Of course, I know that everyone was outraged so much when they buffed Supreme Leader Kylo back in the day uh, that because he needed he 
he didn't have like the the sticking advantage that that when it was dispelled it came back right. and stuff they there were a few different things like that 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 they gave him and it, it was people got really mad about it eventually i think people came to accept it but the yeah, we'll see we'll see what it is like i i feel like they done a good job of making characters if they have chosen to buff them it, they, they've done it in a way that makes sense at least on some levels that they, they've had they've had a decent track record there so I'm, I'm interested to see obviously a little bit nervous about what we're going to end up with but i just i yeah i i think i i think God, we've talked about this so already so much in the past episodes i think that this this ship was the most accessible at the start a lot of people got it first time and are pissed that they got it first time because it's getting beat by profundity. But you know what? When I got profundity, um, I was moved off first in arena every day by the person coming up after me. That's just, just the fact of it. Um, I just, I, I can't, I cannot see how they're going to change it to not be a 77 because here's the other thing of if you if you give it a heavy hitter ship and you're going to lose like outrider or millennium falcon like if if that's the solution you're not going to win the fleet battle like that's 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 the other side of it um i yeah i i don't know we'll find out i guess we'll see cg it's on you yeah, I, I mean, it was on them to make the ship in the first place. I'll, I'll be interested to see. I, I don't really, I don't really have a dog in this race that much, honestly, or the dog in this fight, whatever metaphor I'm mixing here. But uh, I don't. I, I think Leviathan right now. I'm at peace with where it is, frankly. I I don't I don't love that I can get a 77 with profundity against it, but it does bring me peace of mind in GAC. When I get right. to do that, and it's like that. There's there's just a lot of hey, I get to delete one of their best fleets, and I get good banners. That feels good. So I like that. Right. I don't know that I love the fact that it could be killed so easily, quite so easily by profundity. I, I'm at peace with it though. I'm good with where I'm at, where with where it's at. I'll, I I hope they don't mess it up so to the point where I'm not I'm no longer at peace. I just I want to be at peace. So, yeah, the the ball's in your court, CG. <laughs> my my peace is in your hands. That sounds dirty, but um, yeah, let's let let's hope that it's good. A good change. I, it's interesting. It's interesting that they caught on about Chimera too. Chimera. I'm I'm really interested at that because if you look at the numbers for for Chimera, it was like a seventy percent counter, like which is about what first order versus exec is. Um, so like it's interesting that they bring that one up as well to me because I, I feel like that's an appropriate off meta percentage. Yeah. I will say the one time I did that that counter, I used it on my alts the first time I tried it, and the so they took over my ship, and 
then I destroyed their fleet and I didn't get wonderful banners, but it was very acceptable right. for the situation. And it just, I'll be honest. I, I think, I think my biggest gripe about Leviathan isn't its overall power levels. It's the fact that the things that it does are just so harmless sometimes, but at least with executor and you blow up their ship and then you lose, at least that ship's gone. With with Sith, you take over their ship and then they they win and you're like, oh hey, Darth Revan's on their capital ship. He says, oh, you guys want this back? Fair is fair. He just hands it back over. Oh, you know, it's it's so harmless to take over their ship and then you can still lose and you can't kill a Y wing. Uh, like to to me, it it just it feels like they just sit there and take punishment. And yes, it's strong and they have good banner recovery. They have some good stuff going on with them. And it's fun on some levels. It's also, once you get your ult on the Sith ship, you just do basic forever. That's all you can do with the capital ship with Leviathan. Hey. Oh, I just, I hit auto. I, once I, once Revan comes out, I hit auto. Um, <laughs> it's, so I can't tell you what happens after that. Um, you hit auto in GAC as well. Yeah, because it, it's, mm. if you lose, if you lose after you hit ult, you're like something went seriously wrong. Like I've oh, never, yeah. I've never lost a ship after hitting alt. All right, um, congratulations. Um, I I think that I I just want it to be that that's the least of my worries. I just the alt the alt kind of annoys me. I guess because you you can get the alt. I, I mean. That's what happened with me with the Chimera. They took over my ship, and then I won. So, I, I don't think it's a totally unreasonable thing to happen. I just it it yeah it frustrates me a little. That's all. Um, like I said, I'm mostly at peace with the situation. Uh, yeah. I, no. I just think I I and I just don't see it as an issue. Like that's I just don't see it as an issue at all. Um, but. Oh well, oh well. We're about to get an unbeatable ship. Everybody's gonna get what they asked for, and then be like, "Oh man, my arena climb sucks now." I I can't wait for those complaints because you know you know those complaints are coming, and my arena shard is awful. Um, they're they're so quiet that I'm still only gonna have to do one fight per day, and everybody's gonna be like, "I have to R nine my Sith assassin now." And my climb is coin flip. Um, so congrats, everybody. You asked for it. Um, you you reap what you sow. Uh, all right, we can we can move off this topic, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, I feel like the only thing missing from your rant there was saying, uh, "Play stupid games, win stupid prizes." That's. That well, that uh, that's got it exactly what it is, right? The community—it's like how everybody says, "I wish the AI played so much better on defense," because my defense teams were would be great. And then you're like, "Yeah, you'd have to fight those defense teams." Um, Yeah, let's never do that. That sounds horrible, right? Uh, This is this is the exact same thing. Uh, all right, so. Uh, let's go to another one. So, for smaller, comparatively speaking, rosters, taking Watt away from C 
and putting with Trench seems like a major ask for both GAC and TW. What are you doing with Trench, and how do you best utilize C without Watt? Uh, for for me, I sometimes I'll use Watt with them still. Uh, but <laughs> honestly, now now that we, we haven't played a five v five without the the trench cron, so so sometimes I'll use I, I've used trenched a few times in three v three. Um, I just I think what you have to do is come to peace with the idea of maybe he's good in territory wars. I I don't really pay attention to i haven't paid that much attention to it but in gac you just have to make peace with the fact that sometimes you're just not going to use him and if you have if you have trench and you're a mid game or let lower than that player uh i i don't know like if you want if you need to put him with sith eternal like make sure your galactic legend is getting his in my opinion that's going to be more important because Sith Eternal Emperor without fangs, if he can't do anything, then that's a huge waste. If the stupid spider dude can't kill something, that matters way less because his maximum threshold is significantly less than your Galactic Legend. Like, make sure your Galactic Legend has what he needs first, and then have your spider guy clean something up. Go clean up Jabba. Good job, bud. Hmm. I can't hear you. Oh, Jared just broke things. Oh, I couldn't hear you for a long time there. Oh, really? Yeah. Weird. Weird. Um. Anyway, uh, trench. Uh, was what was? Oh, that's where. Now, now, good job, Sarah. Um, uh, no, I the Sid Omicron. So the Sid Omicron. I've talked about this before. Is the the watt equivalent in tw for sith eternal um less banners because you you need to bring a couple friends but it's an easy trade-off there in gac just put brute alpha with your trench like that i think that's the answer just put brute alpha with your trench and use your watt wherever you want to use your watt um sure. Yeah, you're not gonna kill that much with them, but right. I I th- I think he's still going to kill B teams and do some stuff. But I think you put your brute alpha, you you put him on defense. Brute alpha stops troopers because you have to hit the brute, and that gives trench turn meter. Um, but still, I, I'm not gonna say it's a good team. <laughs> yeah, uh, trench is someone. Uh, they may change it to be where he's uh, an essential fleet admiral or something. And at that point, it's, it yeah, it helps to have Trench unlocked. But before that, I would say he's not someone you should prioritize. There's most other characters that are conquest level and above that you should absolutely prioritize over him. Yeah, I'm. if you have Trench... You can use them. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go out of my way, especially in TW, because in TW everything is pointless until unless your full guild is going to do it, or at least the large chunk of your guild. And I, I don't know if you're not if you're not at the top, get being able to get everybody to arc seven. Um, it's kind of hard to ask a guild to get the trench up just just to stick them on defense. So, I. 
Yeah, I th there are solutions to losing Watt. I wouldn't do it in GAC. <laughs> that's 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 where that comes out. Um, Seems fair. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next one. I'm on the Jedi Cal grind and just got Saw and Tarful to seven stars. Are they worth taking to R5 or R7? Our guild will not use them in TW, and I am the bottom of K1. Uh, I, yeah, you can leave Saw in the dumpster for now. Yeah. Yeah. Tarful. I... Tarful, too, honestly, unless you really want to use the Krons with them. What do you right. think? I, yeah, I. Saw, I brought Saw up to R1 just because of the conquest feat and it made it easier. Um, sure. And I didn't need to. I, I was able to do it with him at G11. It's just I, I can lower the stamina a little more with him at R1. That's the only reason I brought up to Relics. It had nothing to do with GAC. Uh, I do know that he's actually pretty good on Mon Mothma for cleaning up a Jabba. So maybe yeah. bring him maybe bring him to R3. Uh, Tarful. Tarful, I think, is more useful than Saw, but I I don't think there's any pressure to get that team up. Um I think he I think Tarful is better in 3v3 than he is 5v5 as well. Yeah, I think you're right. Oh, because then you start you start getting some more essential Wookiees that you have to bring with them and that breaks teams. In threes, right. you can you can kind of even if you put Clone Wars Chewie in there, not not that he's ideal, but even even right. that in threes, especially with the Kron right now, it's still a team you you're gonna have to stress out about a little bit. You're gonna have to give it some thought. In fives, what other two Wookies are you gonna add? Really, uh, you know, without taking Chewbacca and Vandor, or Chewbacca or Vandor or uh, Chupio, you can't. You, like you have to bring you have to break something. So right. Um, um the the one side note is both of them have TB missions for I think they're both GET two, right? Or is one GET three? I don't remember off the top of my head. No, uh Tarful ha just has one that's worth points. It's just a combat oh. mission. That it's oh, just yeah. a, a, the Wookiee. The Wookiee mission yeah. uh, Saw has one though. But you, you get then you need to start <laughs> the thing the problem with Saw getting it if, if he's just getting him to seven, that would be one. Right. Thing. But then you have to get like Bays and Churret up to seven, and <laughs> right. uh, like characters that you yeah. otherwise wouldn't necessarily pr prioritize. Like I, I have a pretty big account, and my Bays and Churret are have been Relic five for a while, and I have no desire to bring them to seven. Yeah, I I agree with you. I had no no desire at all. It, uh, eventually, that's going to be a decent move for bigger guilds to do, or for even. For like a lot of guilds, long term, that's it's a pretty nice, pretty nice team to have uh, for TB. Just because then you can get all the GT two for Kairos. But yeah, uh. I I mean, so there there are two they always worth it investments. Um, one is going to be the GT teams because this TB is going to be around for a while, so it will inevitably pay for itself. And two, if you can get a team up. For the raid, um, the raid, the raid investment is going to be worth it as well. So I, I think it's worth the GET, the investment to get the GET, but only if your guild is going. It's like TW. It's, 
only if your guild is going to commit to it as well. Because if you're getting 2,000 GET2 per TB, it's fantastic. If you're getting 50, it's kind of like, cool, I got 50. What am I going to do with this? <laughs> what happens is then you get tagged in your guild as a hero like seven right. different times, and you're like, can you stop tagging me? This is annoying. Right. Can, can you stop tagging me with your inadequacies? <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, Thank you. I realized that you're not good enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, if your guild is committing to it, I think it's completely, completely worth getting them relic uh, for that GT. Because like I said, when you do the math, it's going to, like, it's going to add up. You're going to make your investment back. Uh all right. Yeah. Let's see. Next one. Uh All right, Crate Raid was pretty consistent thematically. All factions had some canon connection to the Crate Dragons or at least to Tatooine. For the Endor Raid, are we going to have Imperial troopers chasing and killing other Imperial troopers or can you imagine some sort of two-sided raid where Imperial troopers fight rebels and vice versa? I, I think you're you're overthinking it. I think it's just everyone just vanishes into the same speed three speeder bikes and you fight the same mission every time just with different abilities based on which characters are fed into the machine. Yeah, agreed. I think freight raid is is honestly um the only one that's thematic like that cuz like when you think about it like the the pit raid had an Ewok leading the first round against gam guards or uh you know the sith raid sith were fighting their own brethren like that so i think it's cg's not going to care about that at all i think it would be cool if they did but i doubt they're investing those resources yeah i hope i hope it's a cool raid i'm i had way more confidence that the crate raid would be good than this one this one just seems so strange like it what it seems like is it's going to take a long lot of time to learn how to do it and i think if they do it the wrong way people are going to get exasperated and just throw their hands up like i don't want to learn this (laughs) right um hey wolf with the raid thanks man yeah thanks wolf welcome good to see you guys uh all right so what what is the best Krex squad, in your opinion? Oh, I've been answering first a lot. I'll let you sure. take this. <clears throat> uh, so I think in three v three, it's it's the as you call it Rex Rex Rex. Um, uh, I think in five v five, it's going to be Hera, Sabine, Chopper, Kanan, and Rex. I think Ezra, Ezra and Zeb get the boot. Though I, I could see some instances where Zeb might be more useful, depending on like specific counters. Kind of like how sometimes in JMK, Mace is more useful than uh, General Kenobi, but not always. But I think I think it's Sabine, Chopper, Kanan are are the team. Yeah, and and I know that there's uh, there's at least one content creator who has said that you want Ezra because he gives the whole team a bunch of extra offense uh, instead of Sabine. And I guess my, my thought to that is uh, like, it doesn't, 
Sabine gives offense to her whole team by armor shredding them. Yeah. To me, and the armor shred is going to boost everyone. Just, just like cutting their armor in half the first time you do it, and you can just spam it under Rex. It, to me, that's that's the power. So, um, yeah, I, Ezra really doesn't do much. <laughs> he um, really, he really doesn't do much. Yeah, I saw, I saw that video, and it was like, here's potential team a and i was like wow that doesn't look like the right team and here's potential team b i was like that really doesn't look like the right team well all right hopefully my opponents watch this video um (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah no it's a and it's it's hard for a lot of people like if you don't have the team to play with too you just kind of have to read kits and We've said many, many, many times on this program that we are awful at reading kits and actually predicting what the end result is going to be. Right. Yeah. It's it's hard to tell. It's, it's for sure. I don't. We. I don't have any idea what what exactly. I. What I do know is with the current cron set, which of course the crons are just going to skew everything. But the current cron set, uh, the the team that you just described is killing easily killing. <clears throat> like the thick Lord Vader teams uh, with yep. Maul. It's killing the Jabba teams. It's ki- It kills so much stuff that it's hard to imagine it, th- that that team. Uh, I mean, eventually we'll take the Krons off and they'll be worse, but uh, it seems like that team, every character has a really strong role to play in it. And disrupting that for any reason seems, uh, I don't know, foolish, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, not not to be done. Keep keep the team together that beats the GLs, damn it. <laughs> Cuz why why would you want to not beat the GLs? Right. That's... Well, and to be clear, the person that I I'm referencing, um they, they might just be right. I just I kind of disagree on the theory side of things right now. I'll I'll admit I'm wrong. I don't care. I'll just do it. I'll do what happens, you know, I'll I'll find out and we'll we'll course correct and we'll move right on. I just, uh, I don't think I'm wrong. That's all. Well, I, I know for a fact that the team we've talked about beats the GLs and Riva and other strong teams. Like, th- there's no question in my mind that this team does it. Um, maybe the other teams do too. I don't know. But the ones that we mentioned, without a doubt, there's no question beats beats the gls yeah they they for sure work at at least right now so i i don't know why i would second guess that i guess yeah Yeah. (laughs) the the best phoenix team also beats leviathan for 77 (laughs) um (laughs) nice (laughs) all right let's see last one let's end let's let's end the podcast questions talking about omicron's um, as far as Omicrons go, which ones technically have the best return on investment? GAC gives you crystals, uh, sort of, because you end up at 50-50 win rate anyway. TW right. wins as a whole guild do get you more rewards in TW, but Raidomies can also provide the best use for hitting crates. So of the three, which one actually provides the best return on investment? Uh, so that's that's a 
Good question. I mean, if you're not in a territory war guild, then there, there's a pretty obvious answer on, on that front. If you're not interested in territory wars or whatever, I think I think for me, my my so yes, I agree that you know you get fifty you're gonna get fifty percent win rate regardless in GEC. However, if you have a strong enough uh group of you know, if, if your roster is strong enough for GEC, you can get your way, you can work your way up to a higher uh, level like to a higher league and uh the the long-term effects of being able to move up and then stay up because you have the omicrons to keep you in the fight uh it, it's that that does pay off a little bit for you if you're already in kyber one or whatever and you're going to stay in kyber one or kyber two whatever um extra omicrons for for gac maybe matter less I, yeah uh, i yeah i oh man so I, I kind of struggle with this, right? Because I would say that the answer is TW. If you're in a guild, if your guild, or if all guilds, I should say, went in 50 people apiece, you know, there was no sandbagging at all. I would say TW would be the best return on investment, assuming that the entire guild did the same once. Um, but in the realistic landscape, like we don't live in theory, right? In the realistic landscape, few guilds go in 50-50. Um, I think last last round, there were 32 guilds between six and guild number 39 that went in less than 50. Um, so yes, that means every single one of them in that range went in with less than 50. So obviously a lot of guilds aren't going in with a full 50. Same time GAC kind of like you said, where yes, it's, it's sort of a 50% win rate. Right. But it's um, if you drop down to K2, you're getting 20 crystals less per day and you get less for the wins. So the, you want the win rate to be, higher or you want the win rate to be 50 percent in k1 not in k2 not in k3 so i think when you're talking return on investment it is gac but i think an argument can be made for tw depending on your guild and where you are raid the is to be determined when we see the scout omicron but the bush omicron isn't needed like at all it's just it's a quality of life omicron that saves me a lot of time and effort so that would probably be my ranking of return on investment yeah i I, i'm having trouble reconciling the raid omicrons because these these really are just getting trashed like we're gonna throw the bush one in the trash it doesn't help at all she's not even a pilot it doesn't even help with that it, it's just a completely worthless one and even though i guess aura singh has one has a zeta that that's completely trash as well uh if you know because we're not doing the sith triumvirate raid or any raid that right. she's not she's not even in any she can't raid right now in fact she's right. not somewhere she can attack <laughs> uh, so yeah. like that that's trash as well i feel like that yeah, it, it's a great thing until they just get thrown in the trash, and then it, and then it's uh, it's not as great. Um, well, 
so let me ask it this way for you though um if 20 if the omicron saves you 10 minutes per week for nine months you are saving six seven hours you were saving seven hours of time by applying the omicron to me that's worth one omicron yeah, I agree. If if it can if it has a substantial makes a substantial difference, sure. Yeah. So, I guess the the question would be how substantial will the difference be? That to, to me that's the biggest question. I also yeah. think that the equation changes quite a bit if they do something similar to the the uh Boosh one where it just costs 10. If it costs 10, then that's an auto apply. Well, auto apply if it's going to make an impact. Yeah. I I'm I don't mind. So I don't mind the temporary lifespan of the Omicrons because we see that I mean, we see that with the territory war Omicrons, with there only being, you know, the rule of 16 out there. Um you have a temporary life there. Even even the GAC Omicrons, like the the Wampa. How often do you use your Wampa? Yeah, I mean, for cleanups, so <laughs> more than you. <laughs> Touche. Uh, fair. Um, but like even the GAC ones start to have a limited uh, lifespan. So I'm okay with the limited lifespan as long as it makes a big enough impact. And to me, like the Boosh one, it's not needed. I know I know it's not needed. I know I can easily get the 2.7 without it. But I think since the raid released, I've had to restart a Java run like five total times with applying it. And so to me, I am I'm more than okay having applied it and saving five minutes per raid because that five minutes per raid adds up to a lot of damn time and a lot of aggravation saved. Right. Uh, it, but with with the raids going to once a week or or whatever it's going to be, it that that time is you know, you're not you're saving less yeah. time, I guess. Like it's it's less impactful in totality, right. assuming you can in fact accomplish what you want to accomplish without it. If you can accomplish it like if you need it to be able to get to the max thing, then you know that changes things too. Yeah, right. Yeah. I if, if scout becomes one that's like, oh man, by applying this on scout, I can save five relic levels. Then it's an instant apply. Like, do not think about it. Just apply it. Type of situation. Mm-hmm. So we will see when the announcement comes. Yeah, it's such a weird raid that they can't even announce what the Zeta does or what the Omicron does on Scout Trooper because no one will understand what it is anyways. That It'll just be like a right. foreign language. Really? That's strange. Okay. <laughs> thank, thank you. <laughs> right. Um... It's also, I, I'll say this as well. I don't know if they're going to change it or not, but that because they're doing, maybe I said this already, but um, in a different cast. But if they're doing, uh, it's three man teams. I went back and looked at all the all the verbiage, and it's three man teams that they're going to be doing. It's not five man teams. They like the crate rate is three, and so right. if they give us more missions, if they give us like eight fights to do yeah. instead of five, then this Omicron 
and its value probably further diminishes. Yeah. It. Yeah. Because it's one eighth of your potential damage, not one fifth. It's it's a uh, significant ish. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I yeah. just want to know all the stuff, man. They need to they need to give us more information. <laughs> yeah, maybe this week. Maybe though. Meat meat is on vacation this week, so we'll see I, if I, if we get a crumb post with the update, or if there really is an update next week. Yeah, or or maybe maybe meat face pre made them. He's done that before, right? Yeah, that that's very possible as well. <laughs> yeah, Nerf Herder in chat saying, oh, Scout Trooper, not Ewok Scout. <laughs> yeah, we got to be careful on that, I guess. There's two Scouts. <laughs> That's a good point. There's a there's a new Uh-oh. Scout in town. Right. We have to channel our... Uh, we have to channel our Scout Trooper to, you know, have to beat Baby Yoda. That That's what we should do. That should have a... They should have a fight between Scout Trooper and Baby Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) Have it be like a one in 100 instance where it's just like this really rare occurrence that instead of doing a speeder bike thing, you just have like this mini game where you just (laughs) (laughs) you just swat Baby Yoda every once in a while. (laughs) Oh man, that would be fantastic. (laughs) They could never do it, but that would be fantastic. Agreed. Uh, uh, let, let me ask you this solo what okay. which omicron would you remove if you could right now like they, from, they like but it, from and it can't yeah you can't you can't remove boosh i i wouldn't um well I'm, I'm just saying like it's limited value right now i i might cut ties with it if i could potentially but what um which one would you get rid of if you could? If you, um, if you had to. I have all three on Dadbod. I'd probably mm-hmm. take one off. Which one is that? Uh, which one? His. Um, probably. I mean, the problem is I've used I've used the protection disruption one, but probably that one. Hmm. Yeah. Um that that one that one would definitely definitely go. Try to think. There's all the other ones have kind of first order tie pilot could go too. I I I use that on occasion and not not often enough that he should still have the Omicron. That that's the one I would remove for sure. Yeah, I would just chop that one off right now. Goodbye. Yeah, I honestly I don't have buyer's regret for most of my omicrons, like except for dad bod and first order tie pilot. Those are those are kind of the only two. And first order tie pilot, I did use him to beat Star Killer for like two seasons straight in three v three. Um. So he did get use. He's just not getting used now. Yeah, I'll say I'll say that it's not a terrible cron, really. It's it's certainly luxury. And 
I, I will say that it's probably the most disappointing out of all of them that I've applied because it, it just, uh, I, I thought it was going to counter something way bigger. And it, it really, it does okay. But usually you need Hux for that. And in fives, you want Hux for Supreme Leader Kylo, usually. And yeah. And so if you don't have Hux on that team, the value diminishes even further. And it's, it, it just, even with a, an ideal crew, it's so limited in the scope of who you can bring because it's only first order and you can't bring the Supreme Leader Kylo. So you can't even bring the best character in the faction with you. Right. And, and to, and to make that team really good, you have to make that best character way less good. And then even at its very peak, the very pinnacle of what it can do, it might kill like a Starkiller squad. Right. Or something. But like, cool. Yeah. But we did it. We killed Starkiller. Oh. Right. So it's it, pretty much now like Omicrons need to beat GLs. <laughs> like, but when we're applying first order TIE pilot, that was not that really wasn't the case. Or not necessarily need to beat GLs as much as need GLs to beat it. I should put it that way. Because a lot of Omicrons are anti, you know, have the in less a GL is there. But like Savage is try a Savage team is a perfect example. Like most people just use a GL to beat it. So yeah, no ain't nobody got time for that. Right. I don't want so to deal with that. I feel like now that we are much later in time, um We've had our uh, Omicron rules established, essentially. Like, what our internal rules for, is the Omicron worth it? Because um, when they first came out, it was like, I want to apply this one and this one and this one and this one. Uh, yeah. Now And now it's kind of, you can be more selective. We've learned we need to be more selective. Sure. Uh. Uh. The, so. Yeah. One. I. One. I would take back. Probably. Uh. It was. I thought it was gonna. I thought it was gonna be a fun like off meta thing, and it just never came to anything approaching. It was Akbar. I. I would totally take the Akbar one off of my main account. Yeah. That. It's fair. Unless. <laughs> unless now Leia's team gives makes it worth it. Uh. But it's on his lead, so almost certainly not. That's uh, well. Remember when JMK first came out and people were using Padme lead to beat uh jam like full JMK teams? Oh dear lord. Um. But yeah, yeah, no, I, I I agree. But well, I, I guess I guess we'll see. Um. Yeah. Are yeah. are you are you going to apply all three on Malikos? Oh, uh, I think I'll have enough too. Whether or not it's worth it, I know that. The, so let me let me look at it real quick. I think it's um it's one of his specials that the question is: is it going to be worthwhile? Yeah. Um, yeah. let's see. So it's not that one. It's this it's this uh, die whelp one. Looks like. Yep. Yeah. So while in Grand Arenas, deal additional true damage. So we don't know how much of that damage it's going to be to all enemies. So it makes it an AOE kind of thing and inflict buff immunity and healing immunity on target enemy for two turns, which can't be resisted. 
I mean, buff immunity and healing immunity sound nice, though that sounds like it could be yeah. dispelled. If the enemy in the leader slot is Darkseid or for so it or sorry, the ally in the leader slot is Disufu or Disufu or Lusufu, he gains 20% crit damage and offense stacking until the end of the battle. I mean, it just depends on how much damage it does, but that that seems like and, and if there's no limit to the stacks, that, that seems like something. That might be his ramp that he needs. He might need that one. Right. Well, I, I think the the problem I forget now with his kit. The problem with that one is is it's a six turn cooldown. Does not have a but, way to reduce that? I I don't. I I, I, I honestly don't remember. Um, yeah. Not if he's not if he's facing Leia. I know that. But sure. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, I I yeah. think I think my main will for sure do three. I think that that one will be the one that I don't apply on my alt because I won't I won't have enough. I don't think by the time it's uh by the time I unlock him. So, oh, and we'll see we'll see if that one's necessary. I I feel like I feel like for a long time people said the Star Killer one uh, like the only one you need was the unique and the AOE is just so crazy strong. It just looks really dumb and weak because I didn't even when I played a second one of Star Killer it was the tire one. Yeah, it was it wasn't it, it but over time that I've come to regret that order. Well, I mean regret it's a weird word but but like that that's not the order that it should be. Star Killer really benefits from the AOE and then I think he can mostly do without the tire. Uh, so, of course, reading it right now, who freaking knows? Yeah, I um, I am applying two. I won't. I realistically won't have a third to give to him. So I, I'm gonna play the wait and see just because I kind of have to. I'm willing to give it if if it's good, but I just don't. I won't be able to even if I wanted to. Well, and the big thing is, if he goes with a, if he goes with Lord Vader, then the the ramping aspect of it is just not available, anyways, because it they have right. to be a an unaligned force user. They have to be an Ufer. Right. So, right. if if he goes with Seer, that's that it seems like it's going to be pretty worthwhile. If he's not, if he's going with the Jedi or a, a Sith, whatever, then yeah, it's probably right offable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Nerf Herder in chat says uh Malikos gets bonus turns. So it, it his cooldowns reduce faster. That that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Um maybe he'll right. just maybe he'll just be the maybe he'll solo things. Maybe he'll be a solo threat. <laughs> oh, that would be interesting. Well well what's funny is in the game. I, I don't care about the lore about him. I, like he could be used, however. But in the game, he is just on his own. He's just hanging out. He's like a hermit guy kind of thing. Right. To, you know, he doesn't. He's just alone, and he's a single threat. And now his whole kid is like, "Oh, hey, when he has all these friends, he does this." How do you know? Right. He didn't have friends in the lore, but anyways. Oh wow! Look at that time. Yeah, yeah, we've we've been going. Um... All right, so why don't we why don't we call it there? Um, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Everyone enjoy our last week of three v three. Where we're we're gonna be on five v five before you blink, and next week this time, 
Oh, we probably we probably haven't talked about it. Next week this time is a holiday. Um Oh, it is, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll we'll, t- we'll talk about a schedule then. <laughs> uh in the in the coming week. Um Yeah. But yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's it is a holiday that involves territory battles and conquest. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> get excited, everyone. Get pumped. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. Um let's Sure. Call let's call it. All right, guys. Uh yeah. as always, not that it not that you listen, but don't be dicks. And remember that evil sucks. Take care, guys. <laughs>